everybody. Welcome back to the Texas Beer Experience. This is Leo Longoria, your host. We're doing episode seven today with a familiar voice. Uh, this this fine young man uh, sat in on episode three at Backview Brewing when we did that episode. We have Jeremy Moore, the head brewer at Texas Leaguer. How you doing, Jeremy? Doing well, Leo. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. So Jeremy and I kind of go, I mean, could we say way back? Sure. <laughs> A couple of years, three it, years? It, it was before COVID. So it was, before it was, COVID. Yeah, it was way yes. long ago. Yeah, so Jeremy and I met when we were both uh, employed by Spindletap. And uh, I was a sales rep. Jeremy was a brewer. And the way that I found out about Jeremy was the day the day that he interviewed. I didn't meet him that day, but he left a homebrew. And it was a sour. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was amazing. And I was like, I hope you guys hire this guy because <laughs> he's fucking good. <laughs> and he was hired. And the rest is history, so they say. Uh, but now you're a Texas leaguer. Yes, sir. Back yeah. home. Yeah. In Missouri City, by the way. In the Mo. Yep. Did they call you Mo City something like, you know, Mo City Don or <laughs> no. Mo City Jer? <laughs> no. Um, I haven't had an honest nickname in probably a decade. I'm, oh, yeah? Yeah. Would it be uh, embarrassing to divulge that nickname? Oh, no, no. Um, my, a good friend of mine, Tim, who unfortunately passed away almost a decade ago, used to call mm. me Jaybird. Jaybird? Mm-hmm. That's cool, man. I could see that. Mm-hmm. I think that fits. If you see Jeremy, you'll be like, that's a Jaybird right there. Sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In a good way. In a good way. I don't know if there's a bad way to say Jaybird, but. Nah, I don't know. Nah. nah, that's a good one. No, no, that's a good one. It's a good one. So you came back home to Missouri City uh, after a few years at Spindle Tap. So what was it that drew you here? Other than obviously coming back close to home, mm-hmm. uh, what, what drew you to Texas Leaguer? Yeah. Um, I mean, first, you know, I've, I've known Nathan Reese, the owner here, um, going back three or four or five years before this place opened. Um, so I've been hearing about it. I've, I've been up here patronizing, you know, the, the brewery for since the open. Um, me and Nathan have been close friends for quite a while. So, yeah. you know, I think personally, I always kind of wanted to kind of dreamed about coming back here to my hometown and, and getting to, to run a brewery. Um, so when, when the opportunity came up last summer, it... Um, it just seemed like the right time to do it, you know, and not to mention, I, I live here in Missouri City. I was raised here in Missouri City, um, and I'm, I'm so happy and proud to, to be back here brewing, brewing beer in Mo City. And you've, you've already made a pretty, uh, a pretty good mark here since you've been here. Um, I, I've enjoyed several of the beers that you've made. Most recently um, is, is this, the Hazy, mm-hmm. um, and, and that's what Jeremy is drinking right now. So it's, it's called Leaguer Hazy. Uh, it's the second one that they've done. Am, am I correct in that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is Citra and Idaho Seven. I gotta yeah. tell you, I picked I picked some up a few weeks ago, and it is fantastic. Um, Jeremy, tell us a little bit about it. Just yeah. Yeah. Um, so I mean, it's a seven and a half percent hazy IPA. Um, you know, pretty standard malt bill, ton of uh, flaked oats, um, heavy whirlpool hop addition, and of course, you know, heavy heavy double dry hopping. Um, I mean, Citra can't go wrong. Put that shit in everything. It's yeah, right. <laughs> I call that like the, the the hop cheat code. Yeah, for for IPAs almost <laughs> like if you yeah. But you told me when we spoke about this beer, and I think I, I took it home and I texted you late on a Saturday night, and I was like, "Holy shit, man, this is really good." Yeah, um, like, it's Citra Idaho Seven. Yeah, 
Um, Idaho 7 is a hop I've loved uh, for a while now. Um, it's beginning early in its life, it was really dank, really resinous. Mm-hmm. Um, but as the hop has matured over the years, uh, these last couple years of crops have been just incredibly lush. Like this one is just like velvety crushed pineapple juice, you yeah. know. Um, but it still carries a bit of that like resiny, danky edge. You're right. And I do remember like early versions of, of IPAs with, with, te- with say Texas, with, <laughs> with Idaho 7. And you're right. They're a lot more, a little more resiny. But this one combined with the Citra, mm-hmm. super juicy. I get a lot of that pineapple. Yeah. Um, you also said that uh, the this batch of Citra that you had was some of the best that you've ever smelled. Oh, yeah. Um, we, we, we are not big enough to be contracting these sexy hops just yet. Yeah. Um, so we, we're buying spot market. I mean, you're always kind of at the whim of, you know, who selected that lot you're buying from. Yeah. Um, we got pretty lucky when uh, my assistant, Eris, opened the bag up at the top of the tank to start the, the first dry hop on this beer. I could smell it from across the brewery. Wow. <laughs> um, he dropped the bag, and I just had to stick my face in it. And I was, I was blown away. It was it was so, so rich. So, yeah. just, man, a um, lot, a lot of passion fruit, big citrus character. And it was it's really good citrus. And I think that's what I picked up immediately when I opened the can and started pouring it in the glass. Like, you know, I wasn't like, it wasn't right up on my face. I mean, you know, a normal pour. And I was like, man, I could smell this, like, from here. It's a... Uh, and that, yeah, so definitely just an amazing, amazing beer. Um, this, I mean, obviously, that's not the only thing you make here. Uh, here in a few weeks or maybe in a month or so, you're releasing your first uh, sour beer. Is that correct? Uh, our first mixed fermentation, mixed fermentation. Uh, bottled sour beer, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what's that going to be called? Uh, it's going to be called Farm System. Farm System. Yeah. So, so it's, it'll be it's like a be series. A, yeah, a series um, cool. highlighting various um, ingredients, you know, fruits, uh, we'll probably, you know, hops, spices, whatever whatever we want to get into. Nice. So what is, what's the featured fruit uh, or spice in this mm-hmm. in this first uh, variant of um, Farm System? The first one is actually re-fermented with Pinot Noir juice. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so it's 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 got a really, really lush dark fruit, dark berry character to mm-hmm. it. Um, like the thing I really love about refermentation of wine grapes, particularly red wine grapes, um, is you get all of that fruit forward character with very little of the the tannic uh, character you'd expect from that variety of wine. Um, so it, it man, they're they're really one of my favorite things to yeah. to drink. If it's anything like that homebrew you brought to Spindletat years ago, man, I'm looking forward to it. And do you guys have a, a, a solid release date for that beer yet? Not yet, no. Um, we're, we're still kind of kicking around the right time to, to actually do it. But they're they're bottled up. Um, they're they're ready to go and should be very, oh, they're very They're in soon. the bottles. They're just kind of conditioning in the bottle right yes, now? Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. So is there like a like a set time frame for for sour beers to sit in a bottle before you feel comfortable? Is there a way to, like, test it or...? Yeah, it's just by taste. Yeah? Yeah. It's, I okay. mean, sour beer, I'm like... I mean, all beer is going to tell you when it's done, mm. you know, but with, with traditional um, Saccharomyces fermentation, um, you can predict, especially, you know, with the setting we're in, you can predict very well when it'll be done, when it's ready. Um, mixed, mixed culture fermentations just take time, um, and when they're ready, they'll tell you. Uh, in the bottle, you know, as little as a month, Sometimes okay. they can be rounded out and ready to go, um, but it sometimes can just take a little longer, just depending on. Yeah, what, you, you, know. you can't, you shouldn't rush uh, something that's going to be good for sure. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So we're looking forward to that, and we'll, we'll definitely uh, announce it on our uh, social media channels of when that event is coming. You guys should come out and support Texas Leaguer. They do have a few other things coming up here uh, in the next week or two. So 
uh, Crawfish Sundays at the beer park. So the next one's going to be uh, tomorrow. No, well, uh, well, we've got a crepe truck for Mother's Day. Crepe truck for Mother's Day. Okay. So nix that. So the next week. So that's going to be on the 17th? 16th. May the 16th. So you'll be yeah. listening to this on Friday? Yeah, yeah. So when you're listening to this, we will have crawfish so on fr- Sunday. So that, that Friday, <laughs> just put it on your calendar. I'm going to Texas Leaguer to have crawfish. Who's doing the crawfish for you guys? Uh, so it's a, it's a guy named uh, JB. He goes by okay. Mr. Crawfish on Mr. Facebook. Crawfish. Okay. Yeah, um, he's also another um, local dude. Grew up here in Mo City. He actually lives... Um, I don't know, maybe like a quarter mile down from, from me. No. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> but uh, he boils up some some mighty fine bugs. Yeah? Yeah. You know, I might come up here for that. I might. Yeah. And so then another event coming up uh, looks like the previous, so that the same weekend on Saturday, there's a car meet. Mm-hmm. So, that, yeah. yeah. Um, I, think, I believe it's the third Saturday of every month. Yep. Um, we, we've started up uh, a car meet. So, you know. Yeah, so May the 15th, if you're listening to this on Friday and you, and you say, well, I can't make it to the, the, the crawfish thing, but Saturday, I like going to see cars. Like, is it just a bunch of different types of cars? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's your standard, you know, car meet. You guys come out, park their car, yeah. hang out, check them out. Yeah. Yep. Do they rev them, like, really loud? <laughs> well, I wasn't here last time, so I don't know for sure. <laughs> they probably would if you asked them nicely. Yeah? <laughs> Do you have to be nice? Like, what if I say, hey, dude, rev the car, man. That's what it's hey, here for. He'd probably do it then, too. Yeah? Okay. It probably wouldn't take much pride to get a car guy to rev his <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. Probably not. And last thing, uh, looks like the first Thursday of, of, uh, of June... June the 3rd is Steak Night. Yeah, first Thursday of every month. Um, we've been rolling that with a group of guys uh, that go by Boot Shooters Barbecue. Boot Shooters, okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah. and I think they were out here recently on a Saturday doing barbecue, yeah. right? Yeah, um, yeah. They, they come by probably like once a month or so. Um, barbecue plates, they've been doing uh, birria tacos recently. Mm. I am yeah. unfamiliar with birria tacos. Mm-hmm. Like I've seen the pictures and I'm like, man, that looks really good, but I'm also trying to watch my weight. <laughs> <laughs> my weight normally comes from drinking beer, but I'm going to try those eventually. They look delicious. I mean, it looks like just like a fried taco. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I think um, I think yeah. traditionally beer is uh, goat. Uh, but you usually see beef, okay. like shredded beef tacos around here. Yeah. Yeah. Barbecue spots, probably uh, brisket, I'd imagine. Yeah, probably. Brisket or, yeah, it would have to be brisket. Yeah. But yeah, so... Steak night at the beer park on June the third. So plenty of uh, plenty of chances to come out and hang out with Jeremy and the guys here at uh, at Texas Leaguer. Uh, I think we are going to take a quick break. Uh, we'll be back and we're going to talk about more beer and we're going to talk about baseball. Hell yeah, yeah, baseball. We live in a baseball town, so we're definitely going to talk about that. Come on back. All right, we're back. Segment two of episode seven with Jeremy Moore from Texas Leaguer. So during the break, we went and grabbed another beer. And I had forgotten that last weekend they uh, released a pickle beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a collaboration with Texas Pickle Company. Yep. And I got to tell you, I really love it. <laughs> like, obviously, you know, Martin House makes their pickle beer. Um, New Braunfels makes a pickle beer. And, I, and there's a few others. Uh, I like this one because one of my favorite snacks is sliced cucumber 
with with fresh lime juice and and, and salt. And this is kind <laughs> of like that. I feel like that's what I'm drinking. It's exactly that. Um, so how did how did this come about? Like, um, where did did he approach? I can't remember the gentleman's name from Texas Pickle Company. Like the yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, well, he, him, him and Nathan have a, a relationship going back a little ways. I think they know mm-hmm. each other. And um, he, he approached him about maybe doing a collaboration. And um, Cinco de Mayo seemed like a good time to, to give it a shot. And it worked out. <laughs> yeah. And I think we're getting close to the bottom of the keg, too. So uh, <laughs> by the time you listen to this, it's highly likely that it's going to be gone. Mm-hmm. But is there, are there any uh, chances of it coming back at some point? I mean, if, if it's popular enough. Yeah. yeah, we'll make it again. Shit, I'll um, make it popular, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not on the immediate docket, but you know yeah. we're, we're open to, to making what the people want. I mean, I I like the Martin House pickle beer, and I know there's a lot of people that love and love or hate it. Uh, this, I feel like I could almost drink this more of this than than that one because of the of the nice cucumber yeah. uh, flavor to it. I, I yeah. think it's it's very approachable. It's um I think out, out in the tap room I kind of described it to you as more of a cucumber goza with a, a pickleback. Yes. <laughs> so I, I think that's spot on. It's um that's the, definitely spot on. The Texas Pickle Company's pickles are, are really good. Um, the brine was it was really bright um, and it still had a really refreshing cucumber character to it that that followed through in the beer. Ooh, I just had an idea. And maybe you've already thought about this because I've had some. I ha- I've had several of their pickles, and then I know they do a spicy one. Mm-hmm. You should. Would you do? <laughs> I'm not gonna say you should. <laughs> I don't run your your brewery. I, I'm gonna say, would you please make a spicy pickle uh, beer using uh, his brine? I, I think this was his habanero brine. Oh, was it really? Yeah. Huh. Maybe he got <clears throat> some of it mixed up, or it wasn't a full strength. But I, I didn't get a ton of the the heat or the pepper. I mean. There's, it's in the background. And it kind of is. Maybe in the a background. little fruit forward. That could be the habanero. But it's yeah, not, not, I wouldn't call it spicy. It's not spicy. I mean, it, it's it, there's a little bit there, but not enough to say, oh, there's some heat on that. Yeah, maybe the um, the pickles soak up all the spice and yeah. brine, and there wasn't much left. Man, maybe you just put some. You know, five pounds of habaneros in that in that batch. <laughs> See what happens. <laughs> See what happens. So, um, so before the break, we talked about coming back and talking about baseball. Yeah. Uh, so, if you don't know, like, if you like haven't picked up on the conversation, this this uh, this brewery has a baseball theme. Texas Leaguer. Uh, there was an old or still existing like minor league. Texas, I guess it's a Texas league, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I think one of those teams is here locally, close by. Is is are are, are the Skeeters part of the Texas league or? Um, they, they may have been. They're currently the Astros AAA affiliate. Right. Yeah. Oh, you know what? No, I think I think the Texas league is a double A of like league because I think Corpus Christi, which is the Astros double A affiliate, mm-hmm. is part of the Texas league. But anyway, so when you see this beer on the market. Uh, if it's on draft, it's going to be a baseball bat. Yeah, baseball bat with uh, the baseball on top. With the baseball mm-hmm. on top, and in this, in the grocery stores, the cans really stand out. There's, there's, a, it's a baseball theme, mm-hmm. and all the, all the, the beer names have something to do with baseball. You may not realize it, like, like 
you see one called airmail? Yeah. I was like, airmail? Like, what the heck is that? So what is airmail for, for the uninitiated? Yeah. Um, so uh, airmail in baseball is like uh, when the infielder's making a routine play to, to first and they, they throw it way over the first baseman's head. You, know, you airmail the ball. That's right. Um, our airmail is uh, pretty much a classic American blonde, um, low bitterness, uh, really lightly sweet malt character, um, really easy drinker. And then there's a 643? Yeah, 643 is our Belgian single, um, kind of a Belgian pale ale. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, if you're a 643 is a shortstop, two second base to first base double play. That's a double play. That's yeah. right. Yeah. And then there's there's several others. Uh, I know I'm missing uh, Knucklebock. Yeah, our most popular beer is yes. uh, Knucklebock. It's um, you know your standard German Bock, um, about 6.5%. Um, really easy drinking, but still really rich with the malt character. Yes, and that's one of the best box out there. Like, if there's one I would highly recommend, if you just want, like, a good representation of a certain style, it's that one. Uh, that box is outstanding. Um, I drink it on the regular, and you should, too. And you can find it pretty much anywhere. Uh, Kroger, yeah. H-E-B, mm-hmm. Specs, Total Wine. Specs, Total Wine. Uh, yeah. And really just in the Houston area for now, Yeah. Uh, well, we're in Dallas, Fort Worth. Um, okay. I, I don't think we're out in the Austin area, um, but we we're um, trying to push out into the Rio Grande Valley also. Okay. Hopefully soon. Um, oh man, get you get you guys into Corpus Christi. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. yeah. Maybe they'll sell it at Waterburger Field. Uh, well, we actually just sent two pallets of beer to uh, the Skeeters. So, oh, did you really? Yeah. yeah, come on, come on to Sugarland, catch uh, your Astros AAA team, and you can get a two hopper or an airmail at the stadium. You know, and minor league baseball is so fun. Like yeah. I, I went to a Skeeters game years ago before they were an Astros affiliate, and we just had a blast. It's such an intimate ballpark. It is. They're, they'll say there isn't a bad seat in the house. But with a stadium that size, there literally isn't there a is in the house. There really isn't. They did a great job in designing that ballpark. And it's got its, like, nice amenities, too. There's, like, you mm-hmm. know, a nice press box. There's, like, uh, yeah. private suites. They've got, yeah, the, they've got yeah. a club level that's um, air-conditioned, you know, indoors. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a great little stadium. We need. I need to go watch a game. It's been, like, four years. And I remember, like, when we went, um, the, the manager for the team at the time was Gary Gaetti. Yeah. Who used to play for the Minnesota yeah. Twins and several yeah. other teams? Played, yeah, the Cubs. I think he played for the. Or he was our uh, bench coach for a while. He was the Astros bench coach yeah. for a while. That's right. That's right. But yeah, he was a manager, and I remember him like standing out there, and I looked at the back of his jersey and said Gaetti. I was like, <laughs> "Is that Gary Gaetti?" And it sure was. He had lost some hair. That's <laughs> why <laughs> so I didn't recognize the guy. I think when he was a player, he had kind of longer hair maybe maybe I'd, like almost like yeah. kind of like a mullet maybe i don't know uh, that would have been like the late 80s right so yeah definitely late style. 80s but yeah. mullets are actually kind of coming back Yikes. i've noticed <laughs> <laughs> hey i live in kingwood which is just south of uh of porter uh if you've ever been to porter <laughs> lots of mullets man it's it's a, it's a fun time for sure good people though. good people for sure um so we're obviously we're here in houston and we're huge astros fans like i'm actually wearing uh, an Astros hat and one of the shirts that we sell on our website is a hop cone with the Astros rainbow mm-hmm. overlay on it. So you can actually go to the shop and find that, order it, and uh, and I'll love you for it if I see it out in the wild. Yeah, I'll send you stickers too. I actually have a sticker with that same hop cone. Nice. That if you buy one, I will send you a bunch of a bunch of free stickers. Yeah, but we love the Astros. They just finished a series with. Uh, with our favorite team that mm-hmm. we love to beat on, the New York Yankees, mm-hmm. uh, we're kind of like their dad. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Three exits in a row. Yep. So pretty much any time that we face the Yankees in the postseason, you can just chalk it up. We're going to win. Yeah. And then there'll be some drama, some exciting times, but we're going to win. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 27 straight curveballs. <laughs> Altuve's walk-off. Wait, I thought, it was, I thought it was easy to hit a baseball if you knew it was coming, right? <laughs> uh-huh. I, I mean, like my favorite memory was two years ago in the ALCS, Game 6. Um even like I just I watched the video the other day and it's still I still get like chills like when you see the couple you know the the lady and her and her husband and you know she has her hand over her heart you know what's going to happen next mm-hmm. you know that Altuve is going to hit off Chapman a huge yeah. two run homer to send the yeah. Astros to the World Series off uh, of Aroldis Chapman I watched that game uh, here um, I was still yeah. at Spindletap at the time but you know, I live out here I watch a lot of baseball here and man this place went nuts it was awesome. Yeah, it's one of the most – and I was watching it at home by myself, and I, I think I almost broke my ankle when I jumped out <laughs> of the chair. <laughs> I mean, as soon as the ball left his bat, I was I knew what was happening. And then, of course, you know, the, the drama after that with the, you know, the, the, the cheating scandal and all that. But you know what? We still love our team. and uh, it, it is what it is. Yeah. The, yeah. the Astros told the truth, the Red Sox – you know, had a patsy, whatever. Yep, yep, they did. And so did the Yankees and the Dodgers. Yeah, so, yeah. Unseal the letter. Screw you guys. Yeah, unseal the letter. What the hell? <laughs> so they were talking about that the other day. The, the judge ordered that unsealed uh-huh. back in the beginning of 20. It's, it's been it's well over been a year. It's been over a it's year. It's been ordered to be unsealed. What the hell's taking so long? Baseball and the Yankees are fighting it. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> We know what it says. If they're hiding it, you know what it's going to say. It's going to say Carlos Beltran took that cheating system from the Yankees to the to the Astros. Yeah, the, the yeah. commissioner's report already said as much. Yeah. The players to a man said Beltran got there and was like, you guys are behind the times. Yep, yep. So, anyway, the truth is out there. I feel like I'm talking about the X-Files all of a sudden. <laughs> but we love the Astros. Uh Yesterday's game, obviously you're going to hear this on Friday, but uh, yesterday's game, George Springer came back uh, after signing as a free agent with the uh, Toronto Blue Jays. It was good to see him. We'll miss him. Mm-hmm. Great player. The, uh, the the Blue Jays got a good one for sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, um, Springy still lives out here. Does he really? Yeah. yeah. Out in Siena, down here in my city. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, man, that's yeah. cool. Him that's and Uncle cool. Mike live like just down the street from each other. Is that right? Uncle Mike, man, that guy's just like a freaking, he's like an assassin, dude. Oh, he's a professional right? hitter, dude. Like, if you need something done, that's the guy that's going to get it done for you. <laughs> Including tire changing, apparently. Tire changing? Yeah. Wait, wait, what are you talking about, tire changing? You don't remember that story about him and Springer driving into the stadium one day, and a woman's, you know, pulled over on the side of 59 or wherever with a flat tire, so they, they pulled over and changed her tire. Dude, that's so cool! Yeah. And the, the, the whole year, their celebration—they do that like wheel oh, turn. Oh, the wheel! Is that where it came that's from? That's where it came from. Oh shit! I was just like, <laughs> I didn't know what that meant. Like, there's just some kind of inside joke that they're doing. I mean, it kind of was, I guess. But, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I had no idea. It's a couple, couple of good dudes, man. That's awesome, man. That reminds me of a story from years ago, uh, before really social media or the internet. Uh, one of my all-time favorite Astros. And may he rest in peace as Jose Lima. Mm. Right-handed pitcher for the Astros. Yeah. That's a guy that I wish he was alive now and 
and able to pitch now because he was he was a guy that was very demonstrative yeah. on the mound. Yeah, the game's and, a little more accepting now. Yeah, back then that was like kind of frowned upon. It's like you kind of you're trying to show up the other team, whatever. But that's you know that's kind of more allowed nowadays. But I remember a story, and they published it in the Chronicle, that there was a fan that was coming that had left the game at the Astrodome at the time, and they had a flat tire on six ten, and uh, a car stopped. To help them, and it was Jose Lima that stopped to help him change a tire after he had just pitched in that game. I mean, I was like, "Damn, dude, that's that's awesome!" And you know, he had yeah. the Casa Olay commercials. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, they said that dude went went back to the Dominican in the winter and just like pitched like every day. Like that yeah. dude just loved baseball. Oh yeah, uh, and, and he, he was fun to watch. He was fun. He was fun he, to listen to. Was, yeah. Oh, he he would always. Uh, he was probably one of the best guests that Jim Rome ever had on his show. Mm-hmm. You know, that's I think that's where the term Lima time came from. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's Lima time, baby. <laughs> Old uh, Lance Erline tells a story about him. Um, yeah. They needed somebody in a pickup softball game once on a Saturday, right? And it, he was like in a lark. He's like, I'll text Lima, see what he's doing. So he says he texts Lima. He's like, Hey, you know, we need, we need an extra person for this pickup softball game. And they said, dude shows up in his Astros uniform. Holy shit! And dude. just murders dude and is screaming dudes down and talking. Oh my shit. god! I would have loved to have seen that. that I would have loved so to have awesome. seen that. Yeah, man, that guy. Ah, he again just died to you. He died mm-hmm. of a, like a sudden heart attack. I think yeah. he wasn't. He was like early forties, maybe. Uh, maybe. I think, yeah, like maybe like yeah, like he. I think he might have been like forty-two or something like that. But man, yeah, we miss Jose Lima, and we love our Astros. If you haven't noticed, um, yeah, yeah. Any other like I have like so many stories I could share about Astros Astros baseball <laughs> since moving here in '89. At the time, I was a. I was an Oakland A's fan when I moved here. This was, I mean, we lived in West Texas. You know, we couldn't really watch Astros games. And the A's were really good at the time mm-hmm. uh, with Conseco and McGuire. Wait, they cheated too, didn't no, they? No, no. That's just no. steroids don't count. Steroids dude. don't count. That's no. right. No, no, steroids don't, don't count. count. Doctor and Balls doesn't yeah. count. Yeah. Apple Watches don't count. It's just trash cans, bro. Yeah, just trash cans. That's it. That's it. No steroids. Whatever. Everything that Jeremy just said. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so I moved here in 89 – and it took me a few years. I think what really did it for me is like one um, when you could watch the Astros on on antennas. Like we we grew up pretty poor. We never had cable, so the Astros were on Channel Twenty. Ah, uh, yeah. And I think for and then after that, I think they moved to Channel Thirty Nine for a little while. They were on Fifty One when I was a kid. Yes, that's right. They were on Fifty One for a while. But anyway, the road games and all the spring training games were on Channel Twenty. Mm-hmm. So nineteen ninety one. I'm watching an Astro Spring training game, and there's a rookie. There's a rookie by the name of Jeff Bagwell, mm-hmm. and just watching him play from that moment, I was like, "That guy is good," and I love watching him. And of course, you know the the batting stance, mm-hmm. you know the the unique batting stance. Oh like, yeah, what what is going on here? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was like seven or eight years old in '91, yeah. so gu- guaranteed, I was swinging and missing at a ton of baseballs trying to imitate <laughs> that Bagwell stance. Isn't, isn't that fun? Like when, when we were kids, like. Like when we would play baseball, yeah, we would try and to call imitate. who you are. Yeah, you got to do the stance, right? Yeah, you if you, can, do if the you stance. can't do the stance right, you can't be that dude. Nope. <laughs> no. I think my most effective one was, was did you ever watch Mickey Tettleton? Hmm. He was a catcher for the Detroit Tigers. Uh-huh. Big, tall catcher. And you're not going to be able to see this, but he would hold the bat like right up to his face. Yeah. Like right here, like close to his body and right up to his face. And like he would twitch the bat. And he would, like, I think he had a season where he hit like 49 home runs or something like that. Wow. Yeah. 
That um, was a unique batting style. <laughs> do you remember, yeah. um, I think it was Craig Council? It would pull it all the way back. He yes. had his shoulder like underneath his chin. The bat would be four feet in the air. Craig Council. Yeah, man. I, he played for the Marlins, right? That sounds about right. Yeah, the Marlins and I think maybe the Diamondbacks. But, uh, but yeah, man, baseball... You know, when you walk and when you come to this brewery, uh, you'll realize right away that the theme is baseball. the uh, The menu is like an old school scoreboard that has all the beer names on there. Um, yeah, man, and there's and I think there was baseball playing on the TV mm-hmm. on the projector screen. Oh yeah, uh, baseball season guaranteed. If, if there's a game on, it's going to be on that TV. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. it was the re-air of last night's last night's uh, game. Yeah, Astros, Astros. Blue Jays game. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But hey, so we're going to take one more quick break. And uh, we'll wrap up with Jeremy at Texas Leaguer, so stay tuned. All right, welcome back. Episode 7, Segment 3. This is uh, your host, Leo Longoria, with Texas Beer Experience. And we're joined again by... Jeremy Moore, head brewer at Texas Leaguer. So, um, something that was kind of in the news this week, um, and, and the memes have been really funny so far. So, Fifty Cent. How <laughs> did I know you were going? There. Fifty Cent. That dude gets around. He does, yeah. right? So, Fifty Cent posted on Instagram. I don't remember uh, that he moved from New York to Houston. <laughs> And he, there's a, there's a, the picture of him is as of him standing in front of the Astrodome. Yeah. So people have taken that <laughs> that picture, just the image of Fifty Cent, and then like superimpose it on all these different things in Houston. Uh, it's almost kind of like the Bernie Sanders thing from yeah. the inauguration. It literally is. Yeah. It yeah. is so freaking funny. <laughs> like I don't know if you know uh, Roberto Baron. He's he's known as Beerto. Beer, yeah. Uh, at, he's a he's an HEB beer and wine steward, so he actually had a picture of his like a beer and wine department, and Fifty Cent was standing in the middle. of it. <laughs> <laughs> And so yeah, Fifty Cent's all over Houston, mm-hmm. and and I think some people are like uh, asking him to come to like their places, like breweries and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Say, hey, you know, Fifty Cent might be here this week or something. <laughs> mm-hmm. But basically, the gist of his post was like, uh, yeah, I'm coming from New York to Houston. He had an Astros hat on. Yeah. So, like, fully embracing the uh, the hate, I guess you could say, that yeah. we would get from New York. <laughs> so. We got Reggie Jackson, too. We got Reggie Jackson as well. Yeah. yeah, Reggie Jackson came out and said some stuff about about how teams steal signs and how it's so commonplace that it's not really a big deal. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, it kind of is. I mean, that's part of the game. But you ain't cheating, you ain't trying in right? baseball. Like, that, that's Jim Rome, dude. <laughs> that's Jim Rome saying. He always said that. If you ain't cheating, you ain't yeah, trying. They, it's only cheating if you get caught, right? The Astros were just <laughs> habitual line steppers, all right? They, that's all. They took it a little too far, but everybody crosses that line. They do. They do. Yeah. The A's crossed that line, did they? I, I don't remember anything official about them. Well, I mean... Conseco and McGuire were both you. Oh, back then. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, the Bash right. Bros were, were straight steroids. Yeah. yeah. And and wait, so like the Cardinals did too, right? Uh, well, they had McGuire. Right. Well, there you go. And yeah. and then they also stole uh, uh, data from the Astros, right? Yeah. yeah. That dude went to prison for that. dude went that. to prison. That's right. <laughs> you don't you – can, you can steal signs, but don't – They're cheating got a dude in prison. Don't do corporate espionage. That's actually – 
a fucking crime. I mean, to be fair, the Astros didn't change their password, or Luna didn't change his password. True, <laughs> like, true. But still, <laughs> smartest dude. guy in the room, right? Like still, dude. like like okay. So you get in the system, you're like, you know what? I shouldn't do this. This is, this is not good. But that guy decided he wanted to anyway. So anyway, he's in he's in jail. And I think actually, I think he got out recently. Yeah, it was like a year or two. I think. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe a couple more, but white collar in prison. I'm and sure I, and I'm thinking to myself when when that happened. Like, so you're you're stealing data from Major League Baseball's worst team. Like, what, time, are, you, what yeah. are you going to learn? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that we really suck and we know how to lose 100 games every season? <laughs> like, yeah. So, um, yeah, you have to live with that for several years in your prison cell, knowing that you stole data from a losing team. So, <laughs> anyway. But, um, Jeremy, thank you for having us on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks for coming on, Leo. I've had a few beers. Yeah, we're on the uh, we're on the Texas Leaguer podcast today. Yeah, yeah. first yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. first, first guest. Yeah. Texas beer experience. Well, you well when when you when you look for your first guest, you always want to start off on a high note. Yeah. So yeah. I appreciate you having me on. <laughs> I don't know why I'm ending the show right now. I really don't want to because I want to talk about these two beers that we're drinking. So I I'm drinking the beer that Jeremy had earlier. The hazy IPA with Idaho Seven and Citra. Enough, and I think we've said enough about that beer. It's super, super delicious. This is what I wanted to finish the show on. Um, if you see it, or actually come to the brewery and pick up four packs. They're yeah. still here. Uh, it's They're available on tap um, in a few spots around Fort Bend County. Yep. Um, but other than that, you got to come to the uh, to the brewery. It's I know I saw it last night. I had a pint last night at Guru Burgers uh, in Sugarland, and uh, what's that called? Uh, Town Square. Town Square. Yeah. Several good spots there in Town mm-hmm. Square, but Guru Burgers is a really good one, too. Oh, man, I thought I had a burp coming, <laughs> and I was going to record it. So, oh, well. <laughs> so, Jeremy, you're drinking Check Swing Pale Ale. Pills. Pills. Yeah. Check Swing Pills. That's yeah. right. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, check Swing is our, our Czech-style uh, Pilsner. Um, I mean, it's classic Pilsner, um, almost 100% Pilsner malt. Um, we use sterling hops rather than your more traditional like saws. Right. Um, mm-hmm. It's a little less aggressive with the spicy characteristic, maybe a little more floral. I was going to say a little more floral, a little mm-hmm. bit more like grassy notes to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's just a super crisp, super clean, easy drinking Pilsner. I loved it. That was my first beer that I had today, and it's delicious. Um, okay. So, I think we've reached a point where we can close the show now. Jeremy, thank you for uh, for joining us. Uh, <laughs> you heard earlier all the stuff they have going on here. Uh, if you're listening to this on Friday when the when this podcast comes out, come out and support these guys. They have a lot of fun here. They have some great beers, uh, steak nights, all kinds of stuff mm-hmm. going on here. Crawfish, yeah. Oh man, every Sunday. Crawfish season is almost over. So if <laughs> so you close, stock if, up. Yeah, like get Eat it up. now before it's over. <laughs> get it now, but before it's over. Um, if you if you have never listened to our podcast before, we appreciate you listening. And, and if you have listened to us, we appreciate you continuing to listen. Uh, please make sure that you uh, you subscribe. Leave us uh, some feedback. We'd love to hear your feedback. We're not perfect, and we are always wanting to improve. And so please let us know how we're doing. Follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Um, we have a YouTube channel that has some beer review videos on there. We're going to be adding some more stuff to that as well. Uh, we might even have some like shotgun videos 
uh, being posted on there pretty soon. Oh. <laughs> do, you, yeah. do you need some content? We need some content. Content is like, it's a, it's a never-ending need. We can go make some content. We, let's go make, so after this, we're going to go make some content. So be looking for that. Uh, you know, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Yeah, we'll be on there. We're, we're exploring some other things as well. We appreciate you guys listening to us. You guys have a great weekend.